Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Nashville, it's time for Nashville Business Radio. Now, here's your host. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Nashville Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and uh, folks, I've been looking forward to this one. Uh, we're going to get some stuff done today. Uh, Julie Hullett is with us, and she is the owner of Julie Hullett Concierge. Julie, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. It's a delight to have you. Tell us a little bit about you and how you're serving folks at Julie Hullett Concierge. Thank you, John. Um, I'm based in Nashville, and I manage people's households, their chaos, their lives, whatever they need to do, uh, so that I can give them their time back to focus on whatever they want. And so the out result of that for me personally is great satisfaction in knowing that I'm giving them peace of mind, because that's really what I'm offering to them. The comfort level, knowing that things are getting done while they're doing other things, which they find more important and enjoyable. Yeah, the word chaos resonated with me there. <laughs> so, so, folks, you understand why I was looking forward to this interview. Uh, no, we we hear this. We were talking about this uh, before we came on the air, Julie, about uh, the word concierge. Just that's thrown around a lot these days. So, what 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 does that word mean for you? And because you call yourself a personal concierge. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's the hotel uh, concierge people who make reservations and find out things for hotel guests. And then a personal concierge is more involved in different layers of people's lives. I manage some people's financial um, materials, uh, bookkeeping, their online records. Other people, I work with their doctors to get them scheduled for appointments and things like that. But I also book tea times and spa appointments, you know, fun things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do errands for people. I do shopping. I plan their vacations. I can vet almost anybody in town. I have vetted everybody from tutors to plumbers to contractors, all points in between, therapists, business coaches. Um, it's very common for a client to say to me, I have got to find a business coach, for example. Can you get me eight names? Mm. And that's a great experience for me because I get to meet some fascinating people. And that often leads to other things that helps all the parties involved. Now, I'm, you've got my attention on that. I mean, how do you go? And, and that's an awesome service. It, talking about a time saver both on the front end, but on the back end, right? Because you're, you're tasked with getting the right person and making Mm -hmm. sure that experience is a good one. And that's also a time saver. Talk about how you vet, um, the, the best of the best for your clients. I'm, I'm very fortunate in that I have lived in Nashville for a very long time. And one thing about Nashville, people say, is if you know three people, you know 300, because we're still all kind of interconnected in some way. Mm. I had a corporate career for many years, and I maintained my contacts through that. And then as I've built my business over the last 10 years, I've met a lot of people. And a lot of my clients are good resources for me because they've been down some of these same paths. And it's 
not unusual for me to be able to say to someone, um, my client is looking for a tutor for Chinese Mandarin. Can you help me with that? And lo and behold, their kids have been in this school and know this tutor and boom, you know, and just as information, there are 150 of those individuals in Nashville, by the way, which was really (laughs) surprising to me to find out. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, Mm -hmm. you mentioned your corporate career. Let's talk about that for a second and uh, take a little side uh, track on that. Talk about your your journey and what got you into your own business. Okay. Well, I worked uh, for Bell South, now AT&T, for 26 years. Mm. And I started as a young child. And of course. A directory, of course. A yeah. directory assistance operator. That was my first job. And oh, wow. we even had directories that you flipped over that weighed almost as much as I did. But Within a year or two, we went to computers and made life easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my first job with them. And fortunately for me, I had managers and mentors who saw some potential in me as a kid and put me on a management track. And it was really a great plan. They would send you to different markets um, for a couple of years to learn different skill sets. So as a, and I moved all around the Southeast and I did operations, sales, uh, inside sales. I managed resellers. You know, I worked at uh, corporate twice. You had to go to Atlanta to get your ticket punched. So I went up there a couple of times and worked in media relations and event planning. So what culminated out of all that was I came out as a generalist. I can do a little bit of a lot of things, which is great in what I'm doing right now. Obviously, it helps me every day. Mm-hmm. Um, they, as I said, I was on this track and I was moving. Well, I got an opportunity to come back to Nashville in 2000. And my uh, boss at the time mentioned that there was a good chance I'd be pulled off the track if I went back to Nashville. And that was okay. I was ready. So I I came back and um, while I was gone, they had invented the internet. So I got to go through that training and learn a whole other side of the business. And um, then in 2003, they started offering retirement packages. And I want to say up front, I had a world-class experience at that company. They were great. I learned a lot of things and met wonderful people. But I wasn't convinced that telecom was what I wanted my legacy to be as much as I enjoyed the experience. So um, I took the package and um, I did not have a degree. So I got a job at Belmont University because if you work there full time, they paid for your undergrad tuition. So I worked there during the day, went to school at night, graduated. Then I got out and I thought, well, I'll just go get another corporate job. And I tried a couple and I, I guess I I would say I just wasn't the same person anymore. And I just didn't want to work like that. And I knew I wanted to work for myself, but I wasn't quite sure what that looked like Mm. being a generalist. Right. Sure. So um, I went to France because that's what people do when they graduate from college. They (laughs) go somewhere else. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. With a backpack. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm all about creature comforts. Oh, Okay. um, I did go over there uh, for an extended vacation and I did some introspective work and I thought, okay, what am I good at? Mm -hmm. When I was in corporate, what would I've really appreciated? And I would have appreciated someone doing what I'm doing now. Right. 
And so I started thinking about those services. And I had a couple of friends come join me at the end and I spoke with them and I said, would you pay somebody to do this? Would you, you know, those kind of questions. And they pretty much affirmed they thought there was a need. I had nothing to lose. So I get on a plane and I come back to Nashville and I get in at 530 in the afternoon and my house is warm. The mail's piled up. My cat's at the vet. There's no food in my refrigerator. The last thing I want to do is go down, schlep to Publix to get something, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought I would have paid somebody to have my house ready. And that was my first offering, a vacation package. I still offer that today. And mm-hmm. I'll go in the day before you come back and get everything ready. So your transition is seamless, you know, back to reality. Mm-hmm. And People, it was mostly word of mouth and organic and had a little homegrown website. And then I started getting clients and um, hired somebody to do a website for me. So I looked like I knew what I was doing and it just grew exponentially. You know, Um, I had a really good financial advisor at the time. And he said, now, if you're going to own your own business, he said, the first year you're going to make every mistake possible. And the second year, you're going to start figuring those things out and you'll start getting some clients and you're going to work hard and probably not make a lot of money. And that happened. And then the third year, you'll start making money. And pretty much that was my course. That's the way that unfolded for me. So then, you know, I got um, social media people. So I wasn't sitting at a computer at 1130 at night trying to put stuff online and um I have a a wonderful woman that does my website. I have a wonderful woman that uh, does my online content. And over time, my clientele has changed uh, back to me running around and not making money. I wasn't charging enough. And part of that, John, was because I didn't understand the value of what I was offering. Mm. Right. And as I saw that unfold and saw how much people appreciated it, I thought, well, maybe I'm missing something here. And there there was some fear around an increase because, you know, I think that's natural with business owners. Sure. But guess what? I went up and my clientele changed and I started getting a different set of clients who had different expectations and gave me bigger responsibilities. And I guess I kind of grew into the job, you know, and then I became different. I evolved with it. And um, that's pretty much my path. I mean, that's how I got here. And you, because of that change in your pricing, you attracted clients that valued what you do more. Mm-hmm. Correct. And, and that, you know, I, I realized what I had to offer people because again, back to my very early comments, I'm really giving them their time back. That's what they're paying for. Mm. Because if I am doing the things we're talking about, like finding a, a therapist or taking the car to the emissions or then a dad gets to go to a soccer game with his son, right? Or Mm -hmm. the mom gets to take her mom out for a girl's lunch and shopping, or, you know, they're doing things that are meaningful to them. So, and you're giving, and you're giving them something that's priceless essentially is what you're saying, right? Not to quote MasterCard, but yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Let's quote them. (laughs) Uh, I, I love it. Uh, uh, Julie Hullett is with us, uh, folks, and she's talking about her uh, uh, concierge service uh, services that you offer. And that's actually kind of where I wanted to go next because uh, and, and talk about some of the things you offer, because I'm just looking at your website here, travel and vacation planning, relocation services, 
personal shopping, gift shopping, gift delivery, uh, event planning, grocery shopping, and pickup. What what don't you do, uh, Julie? <laughs> Maybe is the question. Uh, but let's well, let's kind of walk through some of that. Okay. Well, often what happens is people will. Um, I, I meet with people the first time and we develop a list. All right. So they'll have, I'm going to use this as an example, six things on there. And I get those six things done. And as I'm doing my, by the way, can you do this? Or yeah. are you able to do this? And 99% of the time, I know somebody that can do it. I can go out and resource that again, because of my extensive network here. Um, I had a lady, I, I do want to tell the story. I had a lady who had these cane chairs. And there was a local company here that did that. Um, and they were a little overpriced and they couldn't get to her for a while. Well, I found a gentleman through an art association here and his family had done canary work for since the early 1900s. Mm. And I took the chairs to him. It was considerably less expensive. And now she has artisan work in her home. Oh, and wow. yeah, that was a wonderful thing. And, and now I have a canary guy. So if I ever need to get that done, I've got to go to for that. So sometimes things work out just like that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome. So, so how do I best work with you? If I'm interested in your services, um, what do I need to come prepared with other than that list of things that, <laughs> that annoying list of things? So what, what's, what's, what's the best way to work with you? Well, um, I offer uh, a consult up front where I go in and I have some standard questions I ask. Most people very readily dump out their information and what they need help with and what mm -hmm. their chaos looks like. And it's never, for me, it's never insurmountable, but it feels like that to them because they're living with it, right? Mm -hmm. um, what I found works best is I have... Um, a package offering where people put me on a retainer, much like billable hours. I get paid in advance and then we just kind of check off the time and the task as that goes through. Mm -hmm. um, then I have people who will just hire me for a project uh, like downsizing an adult parent's home. And there's more to that than meets the eye. Obviously you've got donations, you've got stuff to sell, you've got junk, you've got to haul off. And Oh, by the way, kids don't want the silver. And how do we sell that? And mm -hmm. all those pieces that go with that. Um, I had a, a lady one time call me. <laughs> I made an exception because I typically don't do things like this, but she needed somebody to cook a pound of bacon because she was having a party and needed an appetizer almost ready. So when she got home from work, all she had to do was put it together. And I went by and on my lunch hour and cooked a pound of bacon for her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's kind of unusual. I must, um, I must admit, I wasn't expecting that, but, uh, right. yeah. Okay. And then, and then one other story and this, this really, um, it, it warms my heart. I have a client who works in London. And she had an elderly mother in New Orleans when Ida hit a few weeks ago. Mm. And she was on the third floor of an apartment with no electricity. So she couldn't get down. She wasn't physically able to get down the stairs mm. and the elevator wasn't working. So I called some of my AT&T buddies in New Orleans who knew people who knew people. And they went up there and indeed there were more than there were. Um, two or three ladies up there with a couple of cats and a dog. 
<laughs> and these gentlemen put him in a van and drove him to different places in the country to connect with their relatives. And now uh, my client's mother is living here in Nashville in an assisted living facility and is delighted to be here. Wow. And yeah, that was really special. But I mean, when she called me, the initial request was, you've got to get my mother out of New Orleans. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> let me see what I can do. Wow. Um, well, and, and whether it's cooking a pound of bacon or taking care of mom, uh, everyone's request and need is different, right? And so you must have sent, you must have in the time you've been doing this, which has been a while now, you, you've, you must have had some interesting requests over time beyond just a pound of bacon. Uh, yes, I had a client who was on a trip with her husband and some people and they were in the Serengeti and he decided he wanted to come home and she wanted to stay and he wasn't well. And so on Friday, I got an email that said, can you come to Nairobi on Monday and fly back? And I said, yes, I can. So I went to Africa and that had been on my list of places to go, but um, wasn't planning on just spending 48 hours there, <laughs> but I did get to see it and mm -hmm. um, flew back with him. And that was, that's an unusual request for sure. I don't get those very often. Right. Well, and some, some requests I'm sure that you've gotten seem eccentric, like cooking, cooking a pound of bacon or whatever, but, but to that person, that's the most important thing in the world at that moment. Correct. I mean, if you've ever been at work and had a deadline and had to be home at five o'clock and then entertaining at six 30, mm -hmm. then you just don't want to have to worry about that. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Or standing in line at the post office or the emissions test when you could be working on mergers and acquisitions or whatever, you know, warms your heart. So. That makes sense. Uh, Julie Hullett is with us folks and she's talking about, uh, her personal concierge business and, uh, practice. Um, Julie, uh, you, you mentioned travel, uh, you book a lot of experiences, right? Both in Nashville, uh, mm -hmm. uh, in, in this area and then worldwide travel as well. Correct. Um, travel is, uh, one of my personal passions. It's what makes my heart sing. I love it. Um, I have always enjoyed it. I'm very fortunate. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been in um, 48 states and I've been in 16 countries. Mm -hmm. And what I experience, I want other people to experience. I have curiosity about people and places and things and food and cultures. And I like to share that. So I had a really good friend who was a travel agent and he was loving it and so good at it. And he always had a backstory about wherever he was booking. And I thought, well, that's intriguing. But then about that same time, this has been about two years ago now, I guess, um, people started asking me to plan their vacations. And these are my clients. Mm -hmm. I, I don't just, you know, do it uh, randomly, but for my clients. And they were asking me to find them good destinations. And it made sense for me to join his team. So I became a travel agent and I kind of have that in my quiver. And um, that helps me with my own personal travel, but it's good for them because I can get them inside information and, you know, access to things that travel agents can. Um, but people in Nashville, especially during the pandemic, I booked a lot of travel for the national parks um, and then cities as they came out of the pandemic, New York, Chicago, D.C., um, 
Smoky Mountains is a very popular destination from here, as I'm sure you can imagine. Sure. Florida Keys. And then different parts of Europe, Asia, mm-hmm. Africa, um, you know, wherever people want to go, I'm happy to take them. Now, the flip side of that is, or another, I guess, aspect of that is I have clients who are from out of town that are coming to Nashville for a five-day trip, for example, and they'll ask me to put together an itinerary for them. Mm-hmm. So I try to always make sure they know and go to places that just locals do. So they're having the tourist experience, but they also get a little inside flavor because Nashville has so many things to offer beyond what you see. <laughs> and then um, I also try to always support the local small businesses because those people have really helped me with my business and I want to give that back, you know? Sure. Sure. Um, so uh, well, I'd be, I'm sure <laughs> there are folks that are just wondering uh, since you research destinations and here we are uh, hopefully coming out of a pandemic. Uh, what, what what are you give us some recommendations on that front some some places we ought to keep in mind as we we're thinking about travel well interesting iceland kind of rose to the top as a hot spot uh, a couple of years ago and it's come back because Mm. it's open and um i have a uh, client who's in portugal right now um so certain countries i mean i i would certainly encourage you to check out the state department of wherever you're planning to go or make sure your travel agent does that for you because that can change. And um, I would highly recommend trip insurance because (laughs) things can change, but I do, I do think we're coming out of it. I think for the short term, all over the United States, there's so much to see. And our, again, our national parks are so wonderful. I was in uh, Wyoming, I did Yellowstone and the Grand Tetons back in August, and that that's just a beautiful part of the world, and I highly recommend that. Uh, but, you know, uh, domestic travel, I would really encourage people to take advantage of that right now. And then I think my personal opinion is 2022 will be back to overseas. That's my hope. Yeah, for sure. We, we all hope for that. Um, Julie, I, I mentioned, you know, how how folks can best work with you in terms of, you know, mm-hmm. bringing you a list of things, but let, let's, let's talk about just maybe back up here and just how, um, we should look at our lives in terms of managing our life and then, um, coordinating that with someone like you and your services and getting our time back. And how, how do you make the, the decision to outsource something to you? So you can leverage our time. What, what's the best way to do that? Oh, well, I think you have to come to a place where um, you are willing to delegate, you know, and you are willing to say, I've got to have help. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know? So you have to get in that mindset. Um, and then, you know, what I try to figure out is what is, what is really the priority? And, you know, you're right. It's different for every single person. But I had a woman who had a mudroom and she said every single day she walked through that mudroom, it made her head hurt because it was such a train wreck. You know, there was stuff everywhere. It was totally unorganized. And to somebody else that not might not be a big deal, but it was to her. Right. Mm-hmm. So we got over there and got that organized and got her bins and all that. And she says, now when I walk in, I smile, it's just different, you know? Yeah. So what, whatever is your pain point, you know, my goal is to make that go away. Um, 
I do, if it's okay, John, I would like to do a little public service announcement right here, right Please. now. Please. Um, I am already working on holiday stuff. And I'm the kind of person who likes the holidays like in December, but here's reality. There are supply chain issues in every single area of every single industry all across the country. Mm. So I would really encourage people to think about that now and find somebody like me to help you do it. Pardon me, but excuse me, but it is going to be, I'm concerned there are going to be some disappointed people at Christmas if they don't get busy now. Mm. That's my PSA. Well, that that's great advice. Uh, wh- whether you're using Julie or whether whether you're doing it yourself, folks, uh, Julie's told you. <laughs> you get, get you can't blame her. She's told you. So that's get right. out, yeah, get out there and make it happen uh, for for your loved ones and friends uh, for gifts uh, for the holidays. So, um, uh, Julie, this has been great, and I can't imagine that uh, there aren't some folks that need to reclaim some time and uh, do so by getting in touch with you. So let's, let's get the most important answer to the questions out there. Uh, how can folks get in touch? Thank you. Um, you can go to my website, which is juliehellett.com. It talks a little bit about the different areas I work in. And then there's a contact us form. Um, they can also email me at concierge at juliehellett.com. And I'm, all over social media, Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. So they can certainly find me in those places. Because you're, you're taking your own medicine, right? I mean, you've got somebody <laughs> else doing that for you. So I love that. So, uh, that's awesome. Julie Hullett folks, uh, Julie, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you, sir. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Hey, folks, just a uh, quick reminder that you can find the, our show archive at NashvilleBusinessRadioX.com. Uh, we have got, we've had a fantastic run of guests, including Julie. And here's my ask of you uh, to support the great work that they do. If you've got a uh, podcast app that you follow us on, uh, and um, or if you don't, please do. <laughs> Nashville Business Radio is a search term. So go find the show and, and subscribe to the show. Uh, but if you've got an app that allows you to uh, give reviews, give us a five-star review. It's not about me or Business Radio X. It's about our great guests. We want them to be found, celebrated, and their services to be used. So that you're supporting the show in that way uh, helps us make that happen. So uh, if you could do that for us, we'd greatly appreciate it. So for my guest, Julie Hullett, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Nashville Business Radio. 